Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for entrepreneurs who are hungry for impact and doing business their own way. I'm Cindy Van Arnhem, your rebellious leader for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to activate their limitless wealth through the power of self-mastery. The key to claiming your potential, trusting your wisdom, and creating infinite possibility in your world. Hello and welcome. I'm so excited to dive into yet another epic Rebel Radio conversation. I've got my friend Mel on the show today. Mel, welcome to Rebel Radio. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited for our conversation. Now, I didn't say your last name because I don't want to butcher it. Can you say it for us? I had a hunch that was the reason. I was like, oh, she's smart. No, the last <laughs> name's Mutter Spa. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I you. I became a great spelling bee champion thanks to that last name. No kidding. Right? I <laughs> thought my last name was rough. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> so tell us a little bit about who you are and what makes Mel Mel. Yeah. Well, I am a clinical herbalist. I am a mother. I am a mountain living mama. I've got three dogs. I love to play outside. I own an herbal product line called Mountain Mel's Essential Goods. I make functional herbal teas that actually taste great and some natural first aid goods. And I'm also an herbal educator. So I have my own podcast, It's called Mm -hmm. The Herbalist Path. Uh, I'm really on a mission to inspire a movement where there's an herbalist in every home. It's my form of rebellion because it's, you know, when you learn how to use plants as medicine, it gives you this great power to say, damn the man and the big pharma industry. Mm -hmm. While there is a time and a place for sure for all those pharmaceuticals, it's so incredibly empowering to know how to take care of yourself and your family. Right. Oh, I think it's so important that we take our own health into our responsibility. And yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. So before we went live, before we came on the show, I shared a little bit of your numerology with you. And I'm curious, what was one of your biggest like, oh, yeah, that's totally me moments? Well, there were quite a few of them. It was really Mm -hmm. awesome. One of them was the indecision factor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Very, very true. Um, And then the uh, connected spiritually. And that was another very true one. And then the like must have movement and freedom. I am a free bird and I always have been and I always will be. Um, Yeah. So really it all resonated really well. Beautiful. And kind of just gives you permission to be yourself, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) So who are you most motivated to serve in your business and who are, who is it that you're most supporting? It's such a great question, and it's one I always have to touch into, and it it becomes really challenging. You know, I think everybody feels this way about their business. Oh, I can help everybody. <laughs> I know I'm not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I and and it gets challenging because I do have two different entities to my businesses. So I've got the product line for people that want to have easily made and delicious products that can really help them live healthier lives. And then I've got the piece where there are people that want to learn how to choose their own herbs and how to use them within their body. So I definitely like to say, you know, women between the ages of 30 to 55, they're educated, they read labels, they give a damn about the planet and their own bodies. Um, They're freaking smart and they're not falling for the latest crap. Oh, 
all in for the latest crap, right? Yeah. Most There's of a lot of crap. <laughs> I love that. So yesterday, you and I were messaging back and forth, and I think this is the perfect story to dive into what self-mastery is, because you've had quite the experience of the last few days. Can you share with us a little bit of that story and how it relates to your own level of self-mastery? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, Tuesday night. I live up on Mount Hood in Oregon. It's incredibly beautiful. I'm in the middle of a rainforest on a beautiful mountain river. And I love it because I succumb to the forces of nature quite often. And Tuesday night, we had an epic storm rip through our community. We lost power within a 30 mile radius of my community. Still, much of my community has no power. Um, Verizon cell service was out forever and we got a tree in our bedroom. <laughs> so we had this uh, like 15, 20 foot long chunk of tree that just like stabbed itself like a dagger through our bedroom roof into our ceiling. Were you like um, in bed at the time? My partner was, I oh was God. downstairs. Um, I kind of wish I was cause I, I get high off of that kind of stuff. I find it fascinating, you know? And, like and a true like, rebel. Right, totally. I'm I'm a wild child <laughs> in, in all of the ways. Um, yeah, definitely got the adrenaline pumping for my partner. He was like, oh my God. Um, and thankfully we're okay. It's just a hole in the roof. I do have a couple other friends that had trees actually smash down upon their homes. They can't live in their homes right now. Right. Ours was quickly patched. I know how to live without power. I used to be a backpacking guide and wilderness therapist living out in the middle mm. of nowhere. Freedom um, <laughs> for a very, uh, uh, very, like eight days at a time. So mm. I can hang with no power. Um, yeah, so I'm down at my mom's now because I was like, well, I have so much business to tend to. The power's in and out. Cell service isn't working. Mm -hmm. And it's my niece's birthday. So I figured I'd take my daughter and myself down to grandma's and have an extended little vacation. <laughs> I just love that story so much because even in the midst of chaos and shit going south and trees landing in your bedroom, you're still like, hey, let's go party. Like oh. that's what I see self-mastery as is yes, there's this shit happening over here. What can I do? Like it's that possibility mindset. You could just stay at home and cry over a hole in your roof and having no power, or you can go party. I love it. Right. That's that's exactly it. Like I've been, you know, 42 years old. I've been dealt some shit. And it's all in how you deal with that shit. And like that, that shit is a lesson Absolutely. in one way, shape, or form. And Absolutely. you know, the hole in my roof at this point in time has gotten nothing on some of the other things I've been dealt. So right. Um, yeah, there's a blessing in all of it. And this one in particular, you want to hear my blessing? The night before this storm, I was feeling burnt and crispy. I recently got on Clubhouse. It's totally taking way too much of my time. Um, you know, there's some good nuggets on there, but you get this like, oh, I got to be there. Oh, wait. Mm. And I'm starting a course and I'm running my product business. And I was just starting to feel crispy in the brain. And the night before, I was like, Mel, you need to stop you need to like go away from the computers and the screens <laughs> and mm -hmm. quit learning and quit taking in all of this information and do what you love. I'm, I'm a nature girl. I, I need to be outdoors and connected to nature. That's my spirituality. Yeah. Um, 
in order to function at my best. And so losing that power, um, it required my family. Like we took a trip to the grocery store, which is about a 30 minute drive from my house and um, got groceries. And I was like, you know what? Let's go to the city. There's no power at the house. What are we gonna do? Go back there? So we went to the city. We got fitted for new running shoes. We had a good time. And I got the fuck away from screens and social media. And I came back like this, this is this energized thing you see right here. This is yeah. me. <laughs> I love that. It's like the universe was literally like forcing you to step away, right? Like here's oh, a, yeah. a power outage and a tree in your bedroom. Like go away. <laughs> yeah, stop doing things. I love that. Oh, the cool yeah. clubhouse thing. I have not joined that party wagon. I don't intend to. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> here at Rebel Radio, we also like to talk about the activation of wealth. I am passionate about the redistribution of wealth on the planet. And I believe that that comes through the hands of entrepreneurs. But wealth is this term that can be really triggering for some or it can feel really subjective. Like, what does that even mean? So I'm really curious what you define wealth to be. Wealth, it's really interesting. This is something I have been working on personally in the mindset area a lot over the last year and a half um, because I was in a downward spiral of despair and blackness and darkness. And I let go of that. For me, wealth is the ability to be free, the ability to spend time with my family. During this COVID outbreak, you know what? I know COVID sucked for the world in so many ways, but it was amazing for me personally and professionally. And I live on a beautiful mountain river where I have bald eagles flying down the oh. streams and great blue herons and like that is wealth. I can step out and embrace that shit when other people are like, oh my God, ah, woe is me, what's going on? So um, yeah, freedom to be outdoors, freedom to love, freedom to be. Yeah. I love that. Freedom that's to all. be, like that's yeah. so good. And I feel like, you know, when we get into that state where we are free to be who we are, we're free to be with our family, we're free to love because love doesn't cost anything. We can generate yeah. that whenever we want. When we start focusing on that, money's just a side effect of that. Yeah. Absolutely. And it just shows up. You're like, oh, look at that. <laughs> it's a really, really interesting thing for me. Um, part of my, I call it my two and a half to three years of soul sucking hell. Um, and, and I decided to come out of that in October of 2019. Whether I decided or it just dropped on my head and said, wait a second, what in the hell are you doing? Um, in the beginning of that, I had Mountain Mel's, my herbal products company. I had this little herbal apothecary and I had a really well-intentioned friend that was like, oh my God, Mel, you are so crushing it. You are gonna keep crushing it. This is amazing. You need investors. And I'm like, what the fuck is an investor? Because <laughs> like, I, um, I got into it because I'm passionate about herbalism. I didn't really get into it thinking I'd become an entrepreneur, honestly. Um, mm -hmm. I just wanted to bring more herbs to the people and heal the world in that way. And so me being a research junkie and one that likes to figure shit out the hard way, I dove in and I had investor meeting after investor meeting after investor meeting. And I would read four 
Forbes magazine and Entrepreneur magazine, mm. and none of it really resonated with me, but I was searching for this like, what do they wanna hear from me? Right. What do they wanna know from me? I can't grow without their money. Somehow I got into this right. mindset of like, I couldn't do it without them. And mm -hmm. without them, I was a failure or or a nothing. And then mm -hmm. like, magically in October of last year, like three days before my birthday, I got my final no from somebody. And it first made me really depressed. I was mm -hmm. like, oh my God, like I'm done with Mountain Mel's. And I called up one of my mentors and I was like, I'm gonna go get a sales job. I can sell anything I believe in. You know, he was like, um, and I start looking at all these other companies that look so successful and they've got these sales jobs. And I'm like, this is shit. I can't sell this. <laughs> like, this, this sucks. <laughs> right. And my mentor was like, wow, sounds like you're about ready to give up. Or you could take the $20 an hour or whatever you're going to get from those other places and go sell your own product mm -hmm. <laughs> like looking at this beautiful product line i created that i know has top quality ingredients and awesome functionality and i'm like duh <laughs> you know? and, but somewhere in that desperation part while i was reading all of these things i kept seeing like you know i couldn't go anymore because i was doing it all on my own another mm -hmm. lesson on and of itself i couldn't go anymore because i was already over i was over my limit of what i could produce and mm -hmm. i couldn't get to that next level without these people's money. And long story short, what I discovered in that whole process, you know, I probably wrote about 200 different iterations of my business plan to satisfy each meeting or whatever the fuck of these people that give zero shits about what I'm really here to do. Mm -hmm. um, and the one thing that stayed consistent in all of that was my mission statement which is to inspire people to take better care of the planet by taking better care of themselves. Oh, yeah. And I was so out of touch with that in mm -hmm. that whole time. I was searching so desperately to be what they wanted me to be. And then I started teaching again, which I love. I love mm -hmm. teaching people. And that's my connection too. And, and my ability to share my mission and my spirituality and my fire was reignited. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and I, I've been a technology phobe forever. I want to be outside. I want to play with plants. I want to talk to people. Um, and I made a promise to myself at that time that I would learn to embrace technology for mm -hmm. what it can do for me and for my mission and the ability to impact more people and therefore make a more positive impact on the planet. Yeah. And so thankfully, I had that set in space prior to COVID that I was going to focus on learning new things. <laughs> Where so, you kind of had to, right? Yeah. And then one more thing, and I'll, mm -hmm. I'll be ready for your next question. Then once COVID hit for me, I felt so blessed that I had just been through so much shit, so much pain, so many tears cried for years and so much crap because there were so many lessons in there. Mm -hmm. And I was ready for whatever the hell COVID had to hand me because it couldn't have been as hard as what I was just through. And it wasn't. So there's that. I love that so much. And that speaks to that level of what self-mastery really is, is that we so often, our brains are programmed to look for information outside of ourselves and to compare ourselves to what everybody else is doing. And all that does is result in absolute pain and agony. And yet we continue to do it until something comes along and either smacks us in the head or we choose 
to sit down and okay, what do I love? And yeah. when we start doing what we love, we get that self-mastery, we get that wealth, we get all of those pieces because we're living on purpose and, and hair everywhere and expressing <laughs> ourselves exactly the way we want to be expressing ourselves, right? Yes. I love that so much. So good. Yeah. So along your journey, I'm sure you've learned a lot and my guests love it when I start asking the one thing questions. <laughs> what is one thing that you wish every entrepreneur knew? Stick to your heart, your soul, your why. And the why becomes a really big thing once you start watching Simon Sinek's What's Your Why. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's important. Um, and don't follow everyone else's bullshit. Yeah. You can make your business what you want it to be. Right. It's, yours. It's, yours. it's yours. It's yours. It's an expression of you. Exactly. Yeah. So what's, I mean, you've shared a lot of your journey, but what's something that you've discovered about yourself along your self-mastery journey that you'd love to share with our audience? Connecting to thyself, whether that be through meditation, body movement, or what have you, is incredibly powerful. Mm -hmm. I have also learned that I have an incredibly powerful voice that is much more better used <laughs> when I have that self-connection. So without allowing that time for myself, I wouldn't be able to get there. And right. And living on a mountain with eagles and herons and whatever other kind of wildlife, it's pretty easy to get connected. Hey. Yeah. I'm fortunate. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I made that. Right. You created that. That's the yeah. life that you wanted. Exactly. I love yeah. that. And I'm that's important to recognize. I'm going to have to come visit as soon as the borders open. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds divine to me. It's really heavenly. So with everything that's going on in our world right now, without dating this episode, but with everything that's going on in our world collectively, that we're experiencing politically, our healthcare system, everything that's happening, what's something that you would share with our audience that you feel is important for them to know? Um, I think don't succumb to social media and all of the bullshit. You don't have the power to change somebody else's mind. The only thing you have to pa the power to change is yourself. Yes. And if you can focus on that and let all the other shit flow, because it's going to flow no matter what, but do you need to absorb yourself in that shit? Right. And I think that's so important too, is because we change the world by changing ourselves. Yeah. And so if we're focused on the things we want and the life we want to create and how we want to feel and experience our day-to-day -day life, that automatically reflects outside of us and everybody around us experiences that change, which then results in this ripple effect that goes to the collective. But if we're sitting there focused on the news and whatever Donald Trump is doing these days, then it's really <laughs> hard to you know, generate that, those feelings and that purpose that we want to live on. So I think that's really important. Yeah, absolutely. And it's really hard to do because there's <laughs> a lot of crap to focus on, but right. I mean, you're doing yourself and the world a disservice by focusing on the shit. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Focus on what you want, not what you don't yeah. want. Because we need us all out there making change. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mel, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. These conversations always light me up. I always get so excited about these episodes. And as always, we end Rebel Radio with one last question. What do you dream of for the world? I dream that 
people learn to respect the planet and beautiful mother nature and whether they are doing that through taking care of themselves so that they take care of the planet or just when they're getting outside and embracing nature, not leaving all their trash and crap with them. I wish we can all come together with one love and respect for mother nature. Oh, so beautiful. Love the planet. Love each other. Just love. Yeah. Lots of it. It's respectable. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you so much for being on the show, Mel. Thank you, Cindy. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for joining us for another epic episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired and you wish to help out another entrepreneur, share this episode out, leave a review. And of course, if you want to know how to leverage this information, visit my website, cindyvanarnum.com, and where you can discover who you are, what you want, and how to get it. Thanks for joining us, and I'll see you next week.